0: Welcome to the Get Good at Presenting podcast with Lee Jackson. Hi, and welcome to episode five of Get Good at Presenting with myself, Lee Jackson. In this episode, I interview John Hatauka. John is an amazing speaker with an interesting background in magic and does a lot of after-dinner talks and uh, what he calls achievement thinking. So it's a nice sort of 20-minute interview about the speaking business. It's about uh, how to ask the right questions before you do a gig, which is really useful. And we also talk a little bit about marketing and various things, but I'm sure you'll find it really useful. He's a funny guy. He's a good guy. So let's uh, go straight to the interview of John being interviewed in the Fantastic surroundings of Asda car park in my car. I was going to have some lunch with a friend today, and so I thought I'd get here a bit early and I'd ask him to join us. So please welcome my guest,
1: Jonah Tauka, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, hello, John. Sorry. Can you help me out, mate? I'm a little <laughs> lost. Have you, got, have you got the directions to the nearest, to the nearest tip?
0: We get the directions to Asda.
1: Di- directions to got? Asda. Oh, look.
0: We're looking oh. forward to it. Looking forward to our. Uh, hey, we're on fantastic. camera.
1: Like this, you know what? You know what I like about this? It's like we've not rehearsed it or anything. It's <laughs> I like about it. It's like
0: it's like none yeah. of it's ever going to be rehearsed is at it all. No? Okay, John's coming. He's got even got a suit on. Thank you, John. I've got,
1: got John. a suit. I've, got, I've had a bath. He's had a, had a bath. I do I've had a bath and a shave. Not till Christmas. <laughs> so okay.
0: this is John Hatalka. Uh, John is a fellow at the PSA, and uh, you also have another award, I believe. Do you have another ward?
1: Yes, the PSAE. Okay, do you if know what just, that stands for? No idea. <laughs> The Professional Speaking Award of Excellence. Yes, so there's not
0: many people that get that award. Um,
1: No, I paid a lot of money for that. That's right, yeah. I I bribed people for that, (laughs) I
0: did. So John has been a speaker for many years. I'm going to get him to tell his story a little bit, but also just to um, give us some tips so so that help you to speak more and speak better. Um, So first of all, I think you're the only person... In the world that I've ever met, or <laughs> really? yeah. you've only got one person that you've never met. You've never with, met anybody at all. With your, sir, your surname Hotowka, is, yeah. is a fascinating surname, isn't it? What's the background of your surname? Well, some people
1: think it's Irish Hotowka, but it oh, isn't. See. It isn't. Right. It's it's uh, an anglicised version of a Polish name, and this is a true story. The original, yeah. I believe, it was originally Hotovka. Old. Oh, okay. And when my dad landed in this country in 1955 from Poland, yeah. they went, Hataoka, oh, oh, you're in. And oh,
0: that was I it. And, ch- right. and, they, and
1: they changed it to Hataoka. And, that was- and, and it's the only, you go on Google, there's only one Hataoka. And
0: that's
1: a good thing, I suppose. Well, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it's a good thing for getting uh, domain addresses. I mean, if there's any speakers out there called Dave Smith, they'll have a problem getting a domain would, address, won't they? Would, you know, yeah. what I mean? yeah. uh, Lee Jackson. There's a few Lee Jacksons. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a rugby league player called Lee Jackson. Mm-hmm. There's a script writer called Lee Jackson. And there's a guy that's got leejackson.co.uk who's does f- um, reviews of restaurants. And then there's me. <laughs> <That's>,
1: <laughs> That's so a, there you go. You're in good you're, company. You
0: never know. Yeah. So t- tell us exactly what you do. So you do something uh, a little different to other speakers because you do have a, a particular gift. But just tell us, like, what's a typical? Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be a serious interview. This. I'm no, telling you oh,
1: well, I don't know. It might be, we'll see if we go. <laughs> on. Right. So, so my background is uh, in 1980. This is not a long story, I promise you. But in 1989, I was made redundant for the third time as uh, as an optician because I used to be okay. an optician. Yeah. And uh, that weekend, I thought, what, what am I going to do? I don't I don't like optics anymore. Nothing wrong with being an optician. It's just that it wasn't for me. And I decided that I was going to follow my passion. And my passion Great. was magic because I love magic. magic. So I became, a, I became a full-time magician, a professional magician. And um, so I started performing close-up magic in local restaurants, doing little magic tricks around the tables. And then in 12 years, I built up my career to such a degree that I was working for nearly half of the blue-chip companies in the U.K., Great. But I wasn't doing little tricks around the tables. I was being flown around Europe and the UK and where I was using my magic to promote their products and services on, on exhibition stands.
0: Brilliant. I was
1: generating, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of leads. I was at their events, their conferences where I was using my magic to uh, communicate their corporate messages. And and I was doing really, really well. And as I said, I was no longer in front of audiences of half business sort of time, but I was on big stages of about six uh, in front of six, 800 people at a time. And um, and in 2002, I had a massive, massive crisis in confidence.
0: Massive okay. crisis
1: in confidence. Everything went downhill. Uh, my business went downhill because I was afraid of letting down my clients. Okay. So um, anyway, so I thought, hang on a minute. How come I was so successful one minute, next really? minute? I wasn't exactly scared stiff of going on stage or or doing what I did, but I thought I wasn't as confident what was going on. So I read a lorry load of um, self-development books, personal development books. Uh, I looked at a a couple of religions. Uh, I wasn't interested in the religion. I was interested in how they thought because it's all about how we think. I looked massively into spirituality, um, and I looked at a little bit of uh, neuroscience and psychology, and I found that when it came to mindset, they were saying basically the same thing. The only thing that changed was the language that they used. Okay, but All the right. basic essence of it, of success on how to live your life, because you think about it, if yeah, you look yeah. at the Bible or whatever, that's basically like a, a book on how to live your life. It's got teachings in there mm-hmm. on what to do and how to go about things. And um, so I thought, right. And then about um, seven years ago, uh, somebody turned around to me and said, "Hey, John, you're a success." I said, hang on a minute. I'm pounding my head against the wall here. What do you mean yeah, I'm a success? Yeah, I said, well, at least you've been in business for so long. You keep going. You get." Yeah. I thought, well, I suppose in those terms, yeah, I'm a success. Right, come and talk to our team about mindset. Oh, okay then. Okay. Because I was thinking, what do I know about mindset? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, I did this presentation. It went really, really well. And I thought maybe there's something in this. So then I then... Okay. Re, um, I then uh, uh, re-engineered my career, if you like, yeah. and I started. I decided to start my speaking career from scratch.
0: Okay, yeah, so yeah. I
1: built it up from the ground up, and uh, and now I speak at conferences. I talk about achievement thinking, which is uh, I try to build resilience, manage change. I do a lot of sales conferences, yeah, and I also speak after dinner, and I have two versions. Uh, well, I say two versions? I can either do a straightforward entertainment after dinner, where it's just magic and comedy, or I do my achievement thinking after dinner which is lighter than the conference yeah, yeah. speaking because
0: we were talking just the other day with some people about after dinners and I was saying actually how difficult there's there's a, a very successful speaker that I know who told me that they've done one after dinner talk and they would never do it ever again in their life. It was like the worst thing they ever did because they realized that you know everyone had had four or five pints. It was like 11 p.m. before they got on or something and they just and and he was trying to do some stuff that would help to change their lives, all quality stuff. But actually, people were just kind of not interested, and he said it was really, really tough. so how do you get over right it could be the worst audience ever I
1: guess it could know? be the worst audience ever no. it, right It's about managing expectations okay. there are well there are all sorts of types of dinners, but there are two types <laughs> of dinners. Um, let me explain what I mean by that. There are some dinners where for in previous years all they've had is straightforward entertainment, yeah. Yeah. Therefore, if all they've had is straightforward entertainment, and if they know that it's going to be a late night, yeah. then why have a serious speaker on? Yeah. I
0: what you need it. is,
1: you need yeah. either somebody who's really, really funny. Uh, okay, I do... Uh, do you know anyone who's funny? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Funny peculiar, yes. I know lots of them. Funny ha-ha, I've no idea. Or uh, you just want music on there so people can stand up and get yeah. and have a dance. yeah. The other type of dinner is, in fact, I did one recently, I've done quite a few recently, where they are used to business speakers. Uh, okay. Now, if they're used to having business speakers or relatively serious, or it might be a sporting speaker, Yeah. where yeah. they're not necessarily telling jokes, but they're telling stories about their life, it's humorous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've also seen, by the way, serious after-dinner speakers. Uh, I've seen a couple where, apart from at like, the beginning, maybe two jokes in half an hour, not a single joke and they held the audience. Uh, okay. They were entertaining, but not entertaining, funny, ha-ha. They were just, they were just a yeah, presence, yeah. and it was great a story, story a great, great story yeah, still, yeah, to tell. Yeah. So if the audience is used to that kind of um, uh, after-dinner entertainment, then it'll work. The serious uh, message will work. Okay. But in my opinion, I still think humour goes a long, long way in helping to build yeah. that, that rapport.
0: So if you get, uh, anyone listening to this, if you get, a, someone says, can you come and do an after-dinner? Then the questions to ask them are...
1: Right, so for me, I'd say, uh, in the past, who have you had in the past? Who have you had uh, speaking after dinner in the past? That'll give you an idea of, I'll give you several ideas. First of all, the type of speaker that they've had, obviously. Is it a serious one? Is it a fun one? But it also gives you an idea of the kind of fee they might have paid as well. see, see, being
0: a bit sneaky. Um, When I first started, you told me that. And it was one of the best tips that anyone in the PSA has ever given me, where you said, you know, ask who did you have last time or last year and I use that question very often Yeah. yeah. and they might say, uh, you know, some names that I would know, or at least I would know what kind of fee band that they're in. And so I know kind of what I'm talking like, oh, Okay. Yeah. And so yeah. that helps you to sort of pitch your idea. Cause you know, most people that have been speaking for a while know that you have three fees. Generally you have the fee that you'd love to get. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fee
0: that's like, okay then. And then the last one is like, all oh, right, I'll do it.
1: Yeah. You walk- do you know what
0: I mean? Cause it's yeah. the walk away so, it? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, People talk about that in all different ways. But I think that's a good way. And and knowing that they've had someone who's experienced like yourself or another fellow, the PSA, another experienced speaker helps you to go in at the right fee level. And uh, that that is one of the best tips I ever
1: got. And and going back to the the question about asking, I also ask, uh, once you know who the speakers are, what worked? Were they good? And if they were good, why were they good? If they weren't yeah. good, if they didn't go down too well, why did they not go down too well? Yeah. So that'll give you an idea of, um, of uh, judging the audience. And uh, and also ask about the, the type of event. So for instance, um, say, okay, so who's in the audience, for instance? Yeah. If it's all, um, I did one early in the year where it was all for management. So these were all executives. Therefore, they could get away with a sophisticated yeah. talk with yeah. humor in it. I'll pick and choose my after dinners in December because quite okay. often in December, they just want... To have a good dance and to get drunk, Christmas party, yeah, Christmas yeah, party yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah, of yeah, thing. They letting me yeah, heads down, yeah, but I so many times I get, oh, you'll be great because you've got a message as well. No, don't do that.
0: I see. So I see. that's really good. So, so yes, think is a very different thing, but um, because you've grown up with magic, it seemed a bit, it seemed a bit rude not for you to do some kind of trick while we're here. Is there anything you can do in the confines of my? Luxurious
1: car. Well, yeah. you have to switch the camera off first. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, as it just so happened, I hope this works. Hey, uh, I hope you're this works. you chop my arm off? I'm going to chop arm your arm off. Right, okay, so we've got a, we've got a container full of straws. I take out two different coloured straws. Okay. We're just going to do a simple, simple. This has not been rehearsed. That's so it. So I'll have a uh, green one. I, yeah, go for a green and one. I'll go and for whatever. A pink I'll one. Go for a pink one. That's all right. Green and pink. There we go. Lovely. Right, right I, I hope straws. this works. This, this, this. Right, okay, so let's try this. <laughs> let's try this let's try this okay fine so you see right so so, that's it so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna wrap the pink straw right so there's the pink straw i'm gonna wrap it around the green straw so you can see that that is definitely wrapped around the green straw right yeah got it i'm gonna wrap the green straw around the pink straw and then we go one two three look they penetrate without even breaking or anything and you know what I'm impressed that work was... <laughs> Flipping it! I'm just
0: checking, look, there's no... no there's no right. trap doors no, and straws. No, 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 so used... No
1: sandbags or anything. That's wow. Yeah. So
0: that wasn't rehearsed. No, uh, it wasn't that's genuine rehearsed. magic.
1: I just went into Asda now.
0: You just, we just... went into Asda and in found... We
1: could the camera. I went into Asda. i took got two straws and that was it. That's fine. That's nope. You can have those. Oh, thank you. That's... That's 10 pence, 5 pence each. Great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll use them a bit later on. You thank you, Joe. Wow, so you just... So how do you? So if for magic, for you, obviously it was your passion. I guess you were doing it while you were doing being an optician. You were just kind of doing tricks. And yeah, stuff yeah, way. yeah.
1: So that was a, as a hobby. Uh, when I started with magic, I dis, decided from the, almost the very beginning. Yeah. In fact, after about a year of doing magic as a hobby, I decided that I was going to make it a paying hobby. Yeah. Because of yeah. were books to buy, the tricks to buy, it was really expensive. It's expensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I ran it as a business almost from yeah. the very beginning. So. So, anyway, uh, so how many?
0: Can you estimate like how many? Thousands of pounds of you probably spent on props? Do you
1: think? I mean, moving on to the next question because that I don't, I don't, it's a, it's I don't know. I don't want to, you don't a lot. Lot. It's a But lot. then again, it's... have you got
0: like a room in your house that's just full of props and stuff? And...
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it is. I, although, having said magic that, the room last, with a curtain over it. There so. is, although, having said that, the last few years I've got rid of a lot of magic stuff because yeah. I, I decided yeah. to let other people enjoy. The books and the tricks. I, I yeah, was an yeah, v- yeah. avid collector of books, and I wasn't interested. In fact, I wasn't interested in uh, books from a, a um, an investment point of view. It was just the knowledge I was. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, obviously, you're, you're a reader. You know, you like to seek knowledge. Exactly right.
1: Understand. And it's yeah. the same well, on your topic, like with your topic and my topic. Yeah. And now I'm reading more about my topic than about magic because I don't need any more magic tricks. Yeah. Because yeah. I've noticed that a lot of magic tricks, a lot of variations of variations, but I still buy magic books and tricks. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. Every so often. Yeah. So. Anyway, go on.
0: Yeah. And we, <coughs> we also have a, we do, because I got to know you a little bit in the PSA and you helped me out uh, back in the days, uh, yeah, eight know, years ago. And you I haven't started. given that
1: five pounds back yet. No,
0: I've never <laughs> given it back. Might have bought you a couple of coffees along the way. But actually then we found out weirdly that we do have a, we actually do have a, a mutual friend, uh, John Archer. Yeah, yeah. Now, John Archer is, I think he's, one of the best comedy. No, I hate issues. him.
1: You can't stand him. <laughs> I can't stand him because the guy's talented. Talented. He's, he's a he's a brilliant. Yeah. He's not only talented. He's a really really nice guy. Annoying that. And he's it? annoyingly it's nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't be that perfect. I hate him. That is With so a annoying. Passion.
0: Well, you'd be glad to know that this horrible horrible person, who <laughs> was a mutual friend of ours, he was the first person to beat Penn and Teller on the TV yeah, series. He was. He and was. that is quite a, an accolade, really. He was the first person to do that, and he's played in Vegas and he's probably best comedy magician in the UK does lots of tours well you know present company accepted
1: no no he definitely is he definitely
0: Uh, is is. but actually we've arranged for him to come to Inspire in October so he'll be there on the Friday night at the comedy night and he'll be coming to entertain us for a period of time where he'll pick people out of the audience. He does mentalism, doesn't he? Yeah, mind-reading Mind-reading stuff. It's just amazing what he does. So he'll be there and John will be throwing things at him from the back Just to to put him
1: off, Just (laughs) because I can't stand him being better than me. That's all it is. It's it's not jealousy or anything like that.
0: No, no. So, yeah, so John Ash will be there. There'll be more details about that you'll see in the links on the videos. Um, But So if someone here is a new speaker, what, what couple of tips would you give them? And I know you've been particularly strong on changing the way you do marketing recently is there any tips you could give to a new a newish speaker maybe in the first couple of years of their of their role
1: right i think that the first thing i'm going to give is the tip that i think most anybody will um, will give and that is to speak almost anywhere um, yeah. do your best to get a fee no matter how small it is uh because i think if you're speaking for free if you're not careful you can get a reputation for speaking for free yeah so at least speak for something um, in the first couple of years also, I would study where, where would you be of most value and work out who your market is. Is it sales forces? Okay. Is it in the medical? Is it in schools? Is it So be quite so, specific, be about, specific your about your okay. marketplace. Be specific about your marketplace. And then when you hear people saying things, because this is one thing that I love and hate about the, the PSA, yeah. uh, and that is um, there is so much information going around, and a lot of information is good information. In fact, I would say 99.99% is good, solid information. It's just that sometimes information is not applicable. And yeah. what I mean by that is this. If in your market... Um, if in your market, if you decide to ch- choose a specific market, and if your market are not on LinkedIn, so for instance, let's say you go for schools and yeah. you're heading for uh, your marketing to headmasters, they might, you might get some LinkedIn, you might not get, you'll probably yeah, get sure. most or not. Yeah. Then why have you got a LinkedIn profile? Because you'll hear people say, you must have a LinkedIn profile. Yeah. Once you know who your market is, then you know okay. where you need to be. And if they're on LinkedIn, like with me, my, my stuff is a lot of corporate stuff. It's uh, sales forces, it's middle management stuff. Um, people tend to hire me tend to be internal communications directors, sales directors, yeah, marketing. Yeah. They're on LinkedIn. So I need to be on LinkedIn. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so, and if you need, and it's the same, th- same thing with the, do you need a newsletter? Yeah. Well, some people do need a newsletter because how do you keep them it? Do- and others yeah, don't yeah. because their market might not read newsletters. Yeah.
0: So, so I, I have an occasional newsletter, but I don't put a massive. You know, I don't do mine every week or every month. You know, I just do it maybe every two or three months because I think it's a way of keeping in touch. Yeah. Because I think I struggle from the same thing. You know, you go away from a meeting with lots of other speakers, whether it's the PSA or whether you just meet exactly. speakers. And everyone has to have at least five books, a yeah. full LinkedIn profile, mega website, loads of... And before you know it, you, you've picked up 10 things. And those some of those things might not actually be relevant. I, I, I understand that.
1: And here's, a, here's the biggest tip. You I understand ready? What you mean. Yeah. One step at a time okay <laughs> no because this is yeah. what, this is something i've noticed even now i find yeah. that i am impatient because okay. right i'm doing my marketing i'm doing this why yeah. are things not happening quicker yeah. right and something just one step only a computer even a computer that might do millions and billions of functions in one millisecond Still has to do all those functions one uh, one step yeah. at a time. Yeah. So one step at a time, but consistent. Be consistent. And another thing, market even when you're busy. Because that's okay. what a lot of speakers, yeah. Uh, yeah. what we do is uh, we tend to go through feast and famine. Yeah. Where, I mean, like for instance, I've gone through periods where, oh yeah, people are all but throwing money at me. The next minute it's like tumbleweeds. All right, so what's happening now? What have I done yeah. wrong? And the next thing I you know, people almost throwing money at me again. Okay. And, we're, and, we, and, it's, yeah. and it can't yeah. be up and down. Um, e- by cons- even when we're busy, and this is one thing I've started in the last three years, even when I'm busy, yeah. I will still find time to market. I'll put time aside yeah. to do my marketing, uh, because that doesn't guarantee that you'll get work in the quieter periods because sometimes it's quiet. It might be quiet in your market because it's generally quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. like for instance, schools, maybe school holidays. There's yeah. not a lot going on unless you're doing some school maybe, sure. um, but I'm saying in every market almost it's it's fairly it's fairly quiet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but keep keep marketing.
0: Constantly. So when you say keep marketing, be be quite specific. So when you when you say okay, I need to do some marketing today, what right. does that actually look like? for Right. John so
1: Italka? for me, so for Johnny talker my my week looks like this. So once a month I usually um, I do my usually newsletter. <laughs> You know, when your brain has an idea, and your mouth doesn't want to use it. Have you ever been there? That's okay. I do my monthly newsletter. Monthly newsletter, yes. but that's just for keeping in touch. Yeah. Uh, Choose <clears throat> uh, middle of the week: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings for me. Uh, I will get on the phone. So okay. I've got a list of companies, or uh, in fact, I've just gone through a list of associations where yeah. uh, I've, I've narrowed down. If you go to um, uh, NT. Forum, National Trade Forum, ntforum.org dot org. I believe it is. Okay. On there, you'll find a list. In fact, I said this at the last um, yeah. uh, fellows meeting in, um, in October. Oh, okay. Yeah. On there is a list of associations, and there's about fourteen hundred associations on there. Wow. But everything from your big association down to fishing float makers association, <laughs> <Yeah. or> whatever, <laughs> but there's everything there.
0: Fly fishing feather makers. Uh, whatever it is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So last um, last June, I spent a whole day going through all those associations, and wow. I got it down to about maybe 150 associations. Yeah, and and I decided that um, every week uh, I was going to contact uh, 20, so or make 20 phone calls every week. Wow. And the and I'm looking for one of three answers. And when I make the phone calls, I do, I look up the uh, the website. Do they have a conference? Yeah, quite often yeah. there's the program on there. Oh look. It looks like I might be a fit here, oh, okay. yeah, Right? Yeah. Um, and so obviously, if
0: you're not a fit, there's no point ringing them. Exactly so you, right. So you need to do the research first. Exactly. Right.
1: Yeah. So not only that, but when I phone them, I want to push, make sure that I push the right buttons as well. Yeah. Because I've got a great... This is another thing. Oh, God, I've got so much to tell. Um, so I'll um, I'll get in touch. And I'm looking for one of three answers. I'm either looking for, no, we don't have any speakers, uh, external speakers at our events, or we don't have a, a speaker. Because sometimes I can't see that they've got a... Yeah, uh, got, yeah. I thought, for the sake of a phone call, I'm going to yeah, phone why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, or I'm looking for. Well, actually, yes, we do have external speakers. Yeah. Um, we start looking for our conference is in because I say you've got a conference coming up in September. Mm. You're probably too mm. busy. You've probably got all your speakers now. But it sounds yeah. because I've come yeah. out with that kind of information. Sounds like I'm. I'm, in, uh, um, I'm showing interest. They might say no, We start. You need to speak to so and so, and they start looking for their speakers in April. Right in the diary. Uh, okay. So that then yeah. becomes one of my twenty in that week yeah, in April yeah, to contact. Yeah. Or great. they might say, oh, as it happens, we're looking for speakers right now. I'm going to go, really? What a surprise. Oh, I'm, I'm your man. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> depending, on, depending on your topic.
0: Okay,
1: um, so, but the, but also what I've done is over the, because I've started, um, seven years ago, I rebuilt my uh, speaking business from the ground up.
0: Yeah, yeah. In
1: fact, less than that, about five years now. So what I've done is I've built up so much credibility. So, for instance, I've got uh, over yeah. 115 recommendations on LinkedIn. Uh, I've worked with some big clients now. So when I'm speaking to people, when I'm doing my 24 second uh, pitch to them, I say, so, so what is it that you do exactly? Yeah, yeah. I say, well, so, um, okay, uh, I talk about achievement thinking, which I apply to building resilience, self-motivation, managing change. Um, I, uh, I've worked for clients like um, uh, Unilever, Nestle, Virgin Holidays. Uh, are you on LinkedIn? Uh, yes, we are. Oh, well, as it happens, I've got right. over 15, 115 recommendations on LinkedIn oh, by the way, uh, my clients tend to put me on after lunch at a conference because I'm funny and I use magic in my presentations. Yeah, yeah. So what I've done there is all the credibility, okay, I talk about resilience, yeah, I talk yeah. about magic change, so what? So everybody else does. Yeah, so you establish right, so what?
0: what you talk about, but Fine. then...
1: But then, oh, yeah. I work for these big clients. Oh, okay, yeah, you work okay. for some big clients. All right, fair enough, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, are you on LinkedIn? And because I've looked them up on LinkedIn, yeah, and yeah. I can see where if they're active, I've got over 15, 115 recommendations at this right. moment in time. Real, so now they're going, all oh, right. Okay. So now I've built up credibility. Yeah. So why yeah. am I different? Well, I'm funny as well. My clients yeah. put me after lunch. So now right. they're going right. Now then. Now. We're... So find out what makes you different. What is it that makes you sexy to a client? What makes you attractive yeah. to a client? Yeah. And that's that's the hardest thing to do finding that
0: it's thing. nice that you've found out what makes you sexy John. I, it is i think that's great <laughs> it
1: is i'm pleased about it that for and we can use two different colored straws i got that's two straws and that's it i'm it's away. All looking
0: good I'm so away. that is fantastic so we're kind of run out of time but i feel like we're just uh getting a little bit yeah. from you, john so how, how do people like how can they connect with you maybe join your newsletter find out more about what you do what's your web address and stuff
1: so the the website is all the w's dot dot so hatalka is h o t o w Ka.co.uk.
0: It's a pleasure to talk to you, John. This is John Hatauka, fantastic speaker, fellow, and P.S.A.E. 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 P-S-A-E.
1: Talking to Lee Jackson. I don't know. I've not dug me for once or anything. I'm, oh, I'm amazed.
0: So a big thank you to John Hatauka for being with me in the fantastic Asda car park. Yes, it's amazing when you've got a little camera and you can record audio. You can record it anywhere these days. So it is amazing. So thank you to John I hope you found that useful. Do let us know what you think of the podcast. You can get a hold of me. My website will be available at the end of this message. And don't forget, there's Get Good at Presenting the Book, which has got loads and loads of tips and tricks in a down-to-earth style to help you to present even better. So, please join me next time on Get Good at Presenting the Podcast. Please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. That would be very kind of you if you could do that. And uh, we'll keep going and we'll keep bringing you quality. All the best. Cheers.
1: Thanks for listening to the Get Good at Presenting podcast with your host, Lee Jackson. If you'd like to know more about Lee's work as a motivational keynote speaker and presentation coach, visit his website at leejackson.biz. That's leejackson.biz.